What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cook. And this week, I'm talking about a topic that we hear about so often from the Wellpreneur community. So wellness entrepreneurs who are just starting out and at all levels of business frequently tell us that you wish you had more time to work on your business. So whether you are working full-time or part-time in a day job and starting and growing your business on the side, whether you have family or childcare responsibilities, or you just feel like there's so much to do and not enough time, I think a lot of us can relate to this idea of, I just need more time to work on my business. If I could just find more time, I could really make progress. So that's what we're going to be talking about in this week's episode. Now, if you're not already connected to us at Wellpreneur, you definitely want to come join the Wellpreneur community group on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at Wellpreneur. And of course, come check out our website, which is wellpreneur.com, because we get our ideas for these podcasts directly from our community. So we listen to what you're talking about, what people write in with, with ideas and questions and frustrations. And that's the stuff that we are going to cover on this podcast. So right now we're in the process of planning the upcoming season of the Wellpreneur podcast, and we would love to hear from you. So reach out to us on our website, wellpreneur.com, or again, through social media or in Facebook, and let us know what is it that you want to learn about? What are your frustrations growing your business? What questions do you have? What topics would you love to see covered? Who would you love us to interview? We'd love to hear from you and we'll try to cover as many of those topics as possible in upcoming episodes. So let's talk about how to find more time to work on your wellness business. Well, I've got four different areas that I want to cover as we're looking at how much time you have to work on your business. Now, number one is And this is a little bit controversial, but I would just like to say it's not always about having more time. I know that feeling like if I just had more time, I could really make progress on my business. I felt that myself back when I had my day job and I was trying to get my business started on the side. I always felt like I just needed a little bit more time. But what I've seen with myself and with numerous other clients that I've worked with is that just because you have more time doesn't mean that you're actually going to get more done. You've probably heard that quote, like, if you want something done, give it to a busy person because the busier you are, you can just kind of crank through work. Whereas sometimes if you just have one task to do, it can take up hours and hours and hours and you're not very productive or efficient at it. So this idea really applies to growing your wellness business. Of course, you need some time to grow your wellness business, but just having more time doesn't necessarily let you get more done. And we see this when people go from having a day job to quitting their day job and doing their business full time. A lot of times they'll take up that whole week with lots of unnecessary tasks, administrative stuff or responding to emails or 
kind of engaging on social media, things that make you feel like you're busy because they're busy work, but they're not necessarily delivering results. So the mindset shift to start off with that I want to use as point number one is that it's not always about having more time. It's really about focusing and making the most of the time that you have. Have you heard of something called the 80-20 rule? The 80-20 rule means that 80% of your results come from 20% of your actions. So there's that 20% of activity that you do in your business that's actually going to give you 80% of your audience growth, of your customers, of your revenue. Like it's that it's that small amount that's really focused on the most important tasks that are going to give you the results. You can also look at it that that means that 20% of your working time is going to give you 80% of your results. So you really don't need huge amounts of time to work. But what we need to do is be really smart and strategic about what we do when we do have working time. So that's point number one, just to be open to the idea that it's not always about having more time. It's about being smarter with the time that you have. Okay, point number two is expectations. This is huge, huge to set clear expectations with yourself and your family members and your friends and whoever else you need to get involved about what your working times are. So I see very frequently, and actually I've fallen into this myself as well and still do, is frustration about not being able to work more. So for example, one time that it happened to me not too long ago is when I, well, <laughs> last year now, because I'm, I'm not traveling at the moment with the current situation, but the last time I went to visit my family, I noticed myself feeling vaguely guilty throughout the visit that there's work that I should be doing right there. I I really should be working. I'm not getting enough done. And this was annoying because it was distracting me from being really present and enjoying spending my time with extended family. And what was happening there is that I hadn't set expectations with myself in advance about, okay, here's a trip that's coming up. What's going to happen on this trip? Am, do I have an expectation that I'm going to work at all during this trip or not? Or am I going to work one day or 30 minutes a day, or it doesn't really matter what the answer is, but what's important is that you're clear in your mind about how much you can actually work. So if you imagine a situation where you have a day job, if you don't set expectations with yourself about how much you're going to work on your business, you're going to feel vaguely frustrated and guilty and just annoyed all the time. You're always going to feel like you're not doing enough on your business. So what I want you to do instead is set expectations with yourself. Okay, so I work full time. So how much can I reasonably expect to work on my business? So maybe I can work on my business um, one or two evenings a week after work and maybe on a Saturday. So there we go. There's my work time. And that's my expectation is that I'm going to get, you know, three hours on Wednesday night, three hours on Thursday night and three hours on Saturday. So I've got nine hours to work on my business every week. And that's what it is. There's your expectation. So you don't need to feel all day like there's more I should be doing and feeling guilty about it and feeling frustrated. Same thing if you have childcare or other family responsibilities. Rather than feeling vaguely guilty all the time that you're trying to spend time with your kids or be present with your partner, but you really should be working, why don't you just look at what is actually realistic for you to work in a week in general. So is there a way if you can plan that maybe 
one or two days a week, you're going to work during your children's nap time, or you're going to work X amount of hours when they're in school or when they're at childcare. Or maybe you can negotiate with your partner so that you could work one evening a week or on the Saturday. And the important thing here is to get your expectations clear in your own head and then say, who else needs to support me in doing these, like meeting these expectations? So who else do I need to get on board with this work schedule? So it might be something like if you were going to, I don't know, renegotiate something with your day job schedule, you need to kind of get your boss on board or renegotiate with that. You might need to get a family member or a friend or a partner, somebody or your children on board with the fact that this is my work time every week. The important thing here is clear expectations so that when you when you are working, you are present and focused and working. And when you're not working, you're not working. You're present with your family or your friends or your day job or everything else. Because as I'm sure you've experienced, having split focus and being all over the place and always feeling guilty that you're not doing something else, it doesn't allow you to do your best work. So my tip number two for everybody is to set expectations for your working time. And let me tell you, even if you are full-time in your business and you have no other responsibilities, I still encourage you to do this because what happens to people in those situations is that you could work on your wellness business all the time, every day, every evening, all weekend. And that is a recipe for burnout, right? That is not the type of balanced life that so many of us want. We don't want to be working all the time round the clock. So in that case, you might set expectations for when you're going to work and when you're not going to work. When does your work day end so that you can move on and do other things and enjoy the other parts of your life as well? Expectations are so important. Okay, tip number three about finding more time to work on your business is that we want to look at the tasks that you're doing in your business. So rather than just saying, okay, I have a block of time here to work and sit down, what are you going to do with it? Well, we'll start checking our email or we'll just go on social media and see if someone's commented on our posts. That is a recipe for wasting your work time without that 80-20 impact happening, right? You're not going to do your highest impact tasks by just starting with your inbox. So what I'd really encourage you to do is to look at the recurring tasks in your business. So for all of our businesses, we have tasks that have to happen over and over and over and over and over again. And we have other tasks that happen one off that are like a project. You do it and it's done. So for example, um, a task that's a project is like, I need to create a new health coaching program. So that's a project. You create the new health coaching program. It's a lot of work, but you get it out the door and then it's done. You don't need to create a new health coaching program again. You've done that. It's like a one-time project. The other types of work in your business are recurring tasks. These are the things that happen over and over and over again. So for example, every single week, I need to schedule my social media. Every week, I need to prepare and send my email newsletter. Every week or twice a month, I need to write and schedule, publish and share a blog post. Um, Every month, I need to do my accounting and my bookkeeping, for example, right? So there's those tasks that happen over and over. So in the idea, in the vein of finding more time to work on your business, I'd like you to make a list of tasks and identify which ones are these project tasks, these one-offs, and which are recurring tasks that are going to happen over and over and over again. 
What this helps you to do is see where you need to spend some of that regular work time. So the first thing that we've done is set expectations. So we know about how much work time we have every week. Then the second step is to look at, okay, what are the tasks that need to happen every single week? So we better make sure that those fit into our work time so that we're never scrambling to get those done. And this leads us directly into my last tip about finding more time to work on your business. And this is the idea of time blocking. So if you look at the chunks of time that you have throughout the week to work, maybe you have a couple hours every Monday afternoon, for example, and then you have time on a Saturday and you have some time on a Thursday. So you've got like what did I say? Like Monday afternoon, Thursday evening, and Saturday afternoon. Like those are your work times, for example. And so what you can do is time block those. So I want you to look at that list of tasks, the things that need to happen every single week and block them into your schedule. So for example, every Saturday, during your working time, you always do your social media for the coming week and schedule it. Every Monday, you prepare and send your email newsletter. And every Thursday, you do client generation activities and some networking and engagement on social media that you need to do to start to build your client pipeline. That's just some examples off the top of my head. But the idea is that what we've done through this process is gotten really clear on when you can work, what types of tasks need to be done during that work, and then scheduling those in so that it's a no-brainer, right? It's easy that you sit down on Monday afternoon and you're like, I know I've got to do my email newsletter today. That's the one thing that has to get out the door during this work time. Now, what about the extra work time you have? So once you've done those things, then the extra work time goes to working on your projects. Or you might have like just your Thursdays. That is all dedicated to doing these one-off projects like creating your new health coaching program or writing an article to be published in a local magazine, something like that. And if you find that you have your list of recurring tasks and your projects that you're working on and you've blocked out your time and there just isn't enough time to fit it all in, then that's a point where you can do a couple of things. That might be a moment where you could outsource so you could get an assistant to help you, get somebody else to help you. You might be able to automate it right? So sending your email newsletter or scheduling social media, there's ways that you can automate these to make them easier and quicker to do. So this would be a great thing to ask in the Wellpreneur community. If you have some tasks that you're just not sure how to handle in an efficient, quick and easy way, you could ask us in the Wellpreneur community Facebook group and other people can share how they're handling those tasks. But the other thing is, that is a moment to take a step back and say, look, I don't have all this. I have too many tasks on my to-do list and not enough time blocks to do them in. So that's where we're going to look at the 80-20. What are those things that are really going to move the needle forward? What's really going to make an impact in what matters to my business? And what matters might be different based on what phase you are in business. It might be growing your audience. It might be finding clients and growing your revenue. Um, so it might be getting more email subscribers, for example, or building your social media following or getting um, some media attention and publicity. So you need to define for you if you hit that point where you really do not have enough time blocks for those recurring tasks, take a really critical look at those tasks and say, what really needs to be done? What is really going to move the needle forward here? Um, because so often 
our to-do lists, and I know mine still does as well, have lots of nice-to-have projects that aren't actually critical. It's things that would be great. It'd be awesome if we could do it. I'd like to do it someday. But does it really need to happen to move your business forward? Maybe not. That's a hard thing to see and to acknowledge because for so many of us, we want to do it all, right? We want to do it all. But the reality is that we're going to grow in the process of our business and that we can't do it all right away, right? It's just not realistic to put that pressure on ourselves. So there we go. There's my suggestions about how to find more time to work on your wellness business. It's not always about having more time. It's about focusing on the right things during the time you have. And then I want you to set expectations with yourself on a weekly basis about when you can work, get the right people on board, look at the recurring and one-off tasks in your business, and then time block your schedule so that you make sure you've always got time to get those most important tasks done. If you have any comments or questions or want to share your own experience with relating to time and getting enough done in your wellness business, come share with us in the Wellpreneur community group, or you can send us a message through our website at wellpreneur.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you back here very soon with the next episode.